Last time on Cursebreaker. The Wild Out Festival was in full swing, and we had wound down to a cozy conversation around a bonfire later in the evening. Uli's family gathered to have their image recorded together. Just after that, Viri brought out a flask to share around. But the flask was cursed. Viri collapsed immediately. Master Snack gave me his coveted rock rope in exchange for a wish, which he used to exact vengeance on the man who sold Viri the cursed flask. The most powerful curse any of us had ever seen. Holly saved our bacon with an incredible spellcast, and we returned to Hogwild to finish the job, but the party is already exhausted. It's true. I may not be a real genie, but I'm still your genie. Let's break some curses. So, Uli, yeah. uh, you were facing the huge blazing bonfire in the center of Hogwild and a construct, a boar made of burning timbers with tusks of red hot iron uh, had just burst out of that bonfire. It is staring you down, about to charge. You can see these four laughing null skulls on either side of its pig face. However... You had just attempted the final curse-breaking technique, gave it all you got, and rolled a one. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the court, is this correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The spell rebounds uh, inside of you. Um, this is a really good opportunity to actually talk about something we've been neglecting, and that is that using the curse-breaker spells also hurts you a lot. So... Tibio and Holly, who have both used their full Cursebreaker tattoo, are both at one hit point each. Fuck. Um, That's not a whole lot. Uli, you do not suffer the full effects of having uh, given it all you've got. Um, as the spell sort of rebounds within you, uh, you lose only six spell slots to the effect, and you uh, as well only lose one-third of your health. Yeah. So 17 damage. So I'm at 35. Also, how many times can I rage? Um, that's a good question. I think we'll do once a day for now. Okay, and how long does it last? I think the way you use this is it's like a one-turn thing. You like okay. rage, cast, surge. So we can, we can limit it. I won't just keep raging. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This burning boar swipes a hoof through the dirt, and you see cinders kind of uh, float off of it out into the night. And Uli, you can see this thing has its head low, and it's staring at door just beyond you. Mm. Um, I need everyone to roll initiative. Four. Fifteen. Thirteen. Eight. Eleven. At the top of the round is Bert. Uh, you see this, uh, that Uli's curse breaking had not succeeded, and that this thing is about to charge at Uli's brother, Dor, across the way. You guys are in the town center of Hogwild. There is a busted fountain that is gushing water into the air. There are a few straggling civilians, including a few of the Nis family members. Uh, there are buildings around here, and there are a few uh, wind turbines used for the pump. I will bring down a guardian of faith between it and door. <laughs> okay. You uh, see where this thing is heading, and uh, you raise a hand to conjure up a uh, book, which expands open over the dirt, 
and from it uh, stands this uh, tall woman uh, holding a Librum and a sword and threatens it to get any closer. Dork, get to safety! He seems to be kind of like shocked and standing in place staring at this thing. Um, You assume that when he mentioned that there were things in the field that he couldn't handle, this might be one of those things. Yeah, I'm going to run over to him and see if I can... I'm going to slap him. Okay. <laughs> well, you already used your action. That's true. Yeah, I thought, yeah. If he, if Perk just charges into him. If he just spins and happens to hit his face well, with his I, hand. I don't think there's any way Burt could reach Dora's face to slap him, right? Also true, yeah. You'd have to use... So uh, I'm just going to run over them. Um, up next is Tibio. Oh my gosh, I'm never this early. Yeah, it threw me off too. Wowie. Wowie. <laughs> I cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Hey, 27. To hit? Yes. That hits. And because I am higher than level 5, it takes 2d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10. 11 damage. Okay. Yeah, from a distance, you see this thing lower its head and look like it's going to charge towards door. You see the... Guardian of Faith pop up between them, and it's immediately obvious to you what this thing is going to try to do. And so you try to freeze it in place with the only magic you have left, and uh, you see that this actually puts out a huge amount of the flame on its flank and uh, seems to um, actually have a very significant impact on the boar as it kind of even rears back a little bit to check on its new wound, but it continues nonetheless. Uh, Next up is Uli. Uh, what's around the boar? I know I was facing it down. The fire is right behind it, and then there's the boar, and then about 10 feet from the boar is you standing right in front of this thing. But no one else is... No one else is right near you, I don't think. Okay. Then I would like to thunder wave. Okay. No, I want to shatter it instead. Okay. Yeah, shatter. So it needs to make a con save. Four. It fails. I also don't surge. So it takes 3d8 thunder. 11. Yeah, the uh, you see the, the boar kind of rattle and pieces of it begin to fall off. Uh, these burning little timbers uh, just shake out from underneath it. Yet undaunted, uh, it continues on its path. Snack, uh, back at the crossroads trading post. Uh, you're standing in a dark room with a dimming candle, and uh, Jeannie is... Uh, Jeannie has just returned to his lamp. Uh, you're now in this silent room, kind of staring down the consequences. Hmm. Uh, you take in my surroundings a bit. Uh, yeah, you can see that there's like plenty of goodies here to steal. Uh, he was even counting money on the table. There are some probably magic minor items laying around in this shop. He had a ledger, but did he have um, like notes or anything? Yeah, he's got like a bunch of uh, shop-related paperwork, who he sold things to and what those things were. I go into the bedroom. Okay. I'm looking for more written things, books or anything like that. Okay. Um, Yeah, he's got a... uh, You find a a thin book on his bedside table. Uh, You see other, um, like, half-eaten meals. Um, This guy, yeah, doesn't keep up after himself very well. Hmm. Um, Just kind of leaves stuff everywhere. There's, like, a bunch of, like, half-consumed cups of water all over the room. Snack is getting a little shaky. Um, he, he takes a book at the bedside table and looks into it. It seems to be some kind of primer on human mating rituals. 
other illustrations. Uh, there are yes, some some uh, some very crude kind of ink drawings. Okay, I, I put it in the lamp. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Bert would be curious to see this. <laughs> Do not see such things at the librarium. I think you're right. Uh, are there any pictures on the wall or anything like that? Uh, I don't Paintings. think so. Yeah, he's got like a map of the area. Um, I cannot leave him here. Uh, I go back into towards the room with the body and then stop outside of it, and I'm just going to freeze there for the rest of my turn. Okay, uh, Holly, uh, you are drained and nearly unconscious uh, back at the center of town, staring down this boar situation. Uh, what do you do from there? Is Dave still helping me? Yes, uh, he's right there holding Viri, kind of draped in his arms. Holly is going to try to move to a place where there's some like cover and safety nearby and sort of ask, uh, she's going to reach out to Dave on his shoulder and be like, Dave, come with me. Let's find a spot to put her down. Uh, yeah, he kind of crouches down low with you and gets out of sight of the danger here. Um, thanks for watching out for her. I'll respond on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, no problem. I understand. <laughs> um, Holly is going to uh, pull out Sal from her pack of holding, and she um, kind of holds him up uh, so he can like see what's happening, and she starts to pet him. He uh, arches his back up high and says, Ooh, what's going on out here? Uh, Sal... I just wanted to ask you, have you ever seen anything like this before? And Holly gestures towards the curse in the fire. Um, Sal gets on the very edge of this crate on the very corner and then kind of sits on it like a gargoyle and leans out to look at this thing. He says, I have, in fact. Where have you seen it before? How do we defeat it? This is the product of a curse, Holly Hyacinth. Well, yeah, I, I figured that much out myself. <laughs> Thanks, Sal, but... He looks back at you with this kind of big, concerned cat eyes. He says, they're very dangerous. But how how can you get rid of him forever? He's too powerful. I, I don't know. I, have you tried hurting it? Mm-hmm. Have you tried scaring it? Um, we're working on it. <laughs> Thanks, though. And uh, you can hang out with us for a little bit. And uh, Holly's just going to keep petting him so he stays awake. Sure. Uh, yeah, he just kind of uh, remains in the corner and like gets low when the when the heat picks up a little bit during the fight. Uh, next up is Dor, uh, who is staring at this boar. Bert, he's kind of standing there next to you, like completely unmoving. And uh, when you approach him, uh, you can see that he's taking these shallow little breaths, and then his eyes are glazed over, staring at this thing. Hey, Dor, just breathe, breathe, okay? You you know that you're not getting through to him at all. Dor, think of your family. Your family needs you. Uh, he glances down at you for a second, but he's still not moved. All right. I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to cast a magic spell that makes you want to help fight this thing <laughs> and protect your family. It's called Fight and Protect Your Family. <laughs> he uh, kind of like holds his eyes on the boar for a couple seconds, and then he like snaps his vision away and looks down at you and sees you kind of holding your hands out toward him to cast a spell, and he goes, What do you think you're doing? <laughs> I'm doing my patented 
fight and protect your family spell. <laughs> he looks back up at the boar and uh, um, you see him just go, Uli! Uli. <laughs> uh, Uli, you look back having flubbed your curse breaking and, and uh, kind of wondering what to do next after your shatter. Um, he makes eye contact with you and it finally kind of ignites him and he kicks on the rage. Yeah. Uh, Bert, you see his eyes just go bloodshot red and he shakes his head side to side and he literally is just whipping spit like left to right. And uh, you see him reach down and pick his hammer up off the ground and in one huge exhaling shout uh, just begins to charge towards the boar. Does he trigger my rage again? Um, Ooh, that's... Yeah, he might actually. (laughs) I think seeing that, once again, the rallying cry of the Nis family. We'll we'll have that go off immediately. Just because Dora is causing this, I'm going to say Uli can take her reaction to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, So then I would cast something. Yep. It's a rage of opportunity. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd probably shatter scream. Yeah. Uh, Did not get above a five on either of those. Okay. Shatter scream sounds like uh, the name of a transformer. That's... 10 damage, and then I have to roll. It's an auto surge, so I need yep. to roll on the table. Yep. Well, you always have to roll on the table. Oof, oof, oof. I go invisible. Wow. Neat. So I scream, uh, shatter him, and then I poof out of existence. So Dor has not quite it, made it up to the boar. Uh, he is charging, and uh, as he's charging up to it, um, Bert, your guardian of faith, mm-hmm. looks at you. And then it looks down at door, and it kind of gives you an eyebrow, like, should I hit this guy? Oh. Uh, no, no, no. She, like, holds up her blade to, like, cut his head off, and then she's like, no? Oh, okay. <laughs> just just the flaming boar, please. And uh, it runs by, and she just gives you, like, the A-OK. Has the boar taken a turn? No, it is the boar's turn. Okay. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Thanks for asking. It is going to uh, kind of, like, shake its whole body side to side. And a bunch of uh, burning splinters and ash and embers uh, fall off of it. Anybody who is within a 15-foot radius needs to make a dexterity save. Yay. Who that? That's me. Just Uli. Okay. Six. Okay. Uh, So you take the uh, full amount of damage here, uh, which is 10 fire damage as... Uh, even though you're invisible, you are just kind of swallowed up by embers. I'm fire resistant. You are fire resistant. You take half damage. Overalls, baby. Nice. A Holly original. Holly calls from the crates. Yeah. She's hiding. <laughs> yeah, you can see that uh, her overalls just will not catch fire and uh, stay Can't see it. Perfect. She's invisible. No, that's right. All right. Dang it. You assume she's Ooh, that's fine. that's so bad for your brand. Pants yeah. no fire. Liar, liar, pants not on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this thing is going to charge up to door. Uh, as it's charging past, uh, Uli, you will need to make a something. Yeah, a deck save from you again, Uli. And then it'll be a deck save from door. 15. Nice. Uh, that does succeed the save. Uh, door did not, however. Door. Um, you are fine, Uli, and door you see gets clipped by this thing uh, as it's charging through and takes uh, seven bludgeoning damage as he gets kind of crashed into. Uh, sorry, half that uh, would be three because he's uh, raging. I imagine door has like 200 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the round, we've got Bert. So that thing was charging. Where is it charging? Uh, it's charging to door. Okay, so it's en route to my guardian. If it keeps going, yeah. Um, hmm, whom can I see with my eyes? Um, this so space. Uli is invisible, but you yep. know kind of where she is based on where the embers kind of slapped around. Yep. Um, Tibio is within sight. You lost track of Holly and Dave. 
Um, Fair. Are there any other Nisses around? Yeah, I think uh, Barrett is probably in this scene. That's probably it, actually. Barrett is the bar owner, right? Uh, Barrett's actually the bouncer, the quiet guy. The bouncer. Yeah. So he can sort of fight. Yeah. Is he raging? Did he get the rage? Uh, This time he did not. He was not looking at Dor when it happened. Uh, I'm trying to decide if I should bless these folks. (laughs) Bless this mess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Bless your nose mess. Uh, I'm going to use a third level guiding bolt on the Borman. Okay. That's bad. Ten. Ten does not hit. Hoof. Uh, you see the boar still kind of charging, uh, like you shoot this guiding bolt at it, and it sort of leans down with its tusks, and it just rakes the guiding bolt away into the night sky. Yikes. Next. Next is Tibio. It's me. And then Uli. Sorry. C'est moi. Same way. I'm going to back away as far as can be. Okay. Because I'm at one little old HP. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. All right. That worked well last time. And I do technically have a range of 120. Damn. Yeah. You can do it from anywhere in town. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a very small town. Yeah. Town right. literally isn't big enough for the two of you. <laughs> Natural one. No. Woof. Um, yeah, it's only one worse so than mine. Seems, that yeah. seems correct for I me think right she now. nails Uli. Why do you guys? Why do you guys choose to do that? Invisible Uli. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's have you uh, roll damage, but oh it's against Lord. Uli. Five. Okay. And your speed is reduced by ten. You're welcome. Ow. Yeah, a uh, ray of frost uh, bursts out from you, except your aim is all wrong this time as you're trying to also retreat from this thing. You kind of drag it across the scene. You like hit the fountain and see a bunch of the water turn to ice, and then you drag it across the bonfire and see a bunch of it go out, and then you stop immediately right when you hit Uli with it, and you see this invisible lump develop a bunch of rime and frost on it and fall to the ground. I'm sorry. Uh, you can see me now. The invisibility goes away, I think, if I get hit. Okay. Hey, watch it. So sorry. Next up is Uli and then Snack. All right. Uh, I turn around to where the boar is. Mm-hmm. Right now it's boar versus door, so it's got its back to you. Boar v. Door. Boar v. Door. Spy versus spy. Then I would like to meta magic quicken spell mm-hmm. to do protection from energy on myself. Does that give you resistance? Because you already have resistance to fire. Shit, you're right. I forgot about my pants. <laughs> you hot pants. You always forget about the pants. I'm still going to use quicken spell, I think. Are there any potential weapons around? By the barbecue pit, I think there's one of those long skewers. I would like to pick up the iron poker thing and kind of ram it into him. Okay. And then meta magic to quicken spell a magic missile. Sure. As well. So I have him make a, like an improvised weapon attack. Yeah. Yeah. I miss with the poker. Fantastic. <laughs> What'd you get on that? Yeah, eleven. Mm, not quite. Not quite. Yeah, it just kind of bounces off this thing. Um, but then I magic missile him. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to roll to see if I surge. 11 was close, huh? I you do the tusk and it goes bang. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then 11 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you um, 
pick up this poker and throw it at it and just kind of bounces between its tusks and <laughs> just flies off into the dirt. Knowing that's not going to work, you take a few steps back and uh, begin to uh, shadow box this thing yeah. and throw little punches at it from a distance. Um, you can see that does affect it, and it uh, momentarily looks back at you, but its interest still seems to be door and door alone. Next up is Snack. Uh, we are back in the Crossroads Trading Post. You've uh, looted a few things from this uh, now-dead bachelor. <laughs> um, has Snack decided to uh, make any moves here? Snack is standing outside of the room that the body is, and then he uh, um, re-enters and approaches the body and wants to attempt a medicine check. Okay. Yeah. Does Snack have any medicine skill? No. Okay. That's not the point. Got a 10. Uh, Snack, that's dead body. Genie. Yes? Genie, um, based on what that other curse said, um, he's not dead, right? It sounded like that might have been the case. Can you fix this? I don't know what the nature of it is, so I'd have to take a wide-spectrum approach, and that means a good deal of power. I scramble and gather up all the cursed items. Would this do, Genie? Uh, give me an intelligence check to decipher the ledgers and the placement of these items. Eleven. Okay. Um, you scan the list for cursed items, and you don't seem to see any. Uh, you do notice, though, uh, a couple of uh, nesting dolls and some other ma minor magic items, things that you've seen in the past, just these little knickknacks that you've encountered on the road. They look similar to magic items you've seen. Mm, these seem perfect, and I gather them up, and I also think of my dowsing rod and take it out, He's, set it in the uh, pile. You see Genie kind of picking through the items you've laid out, and he goes, eh, and he, like, tosses one off to the side, eh, tosses another one, he goes, eh. This is not time to be picky, Genie. I could eat this. And he holds up a little uh, nesting doll of a fox. Oh, that, that one. Okay. He looks at you like, can I? Of course. He pops it in and uh, gives like a tiny little burp. Okay. Task was bringing him back, yes? Hmm. Uh, Genie, I have a different wish. Okay. Um, and as I'm uh, kind of, I'm huffing and puffing and I take the body and I try to stuff it in the lamp. Okay. Does it? <laughs> yes. A just couple of <laughs> a couple of silent moments go by uh, where he's just kind of staring at. And he's like, "Snack, this this isn't a good idea. It's, it can go in my room, Genie. You said I can do whatever I want there. Uh, <laughs> let me get the dirty rug out at least. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of uh, flops into the lamp. Hmm. <laughs> he says, "Snack, this I." Uh, I can't sustain this for a very long snack. This isn't meant for outsiders. Whatever you're doing, it's got to be quick. Okay, f mm. can we go back to Hogwild? Uh, I see. That's what... Okay. Yes, we can do that, but you understand once we get there, I won't be able to bring him back. This is fine. Sounds good. We're, we're already there, snack. Oh, what? <laughs> I look around. <laughs> if you just pop out of the lamp... Ah, I see. <laughs> you uh, poke out, and you're just, like, in the bushes, and you see this, like, raging, flaming boar uh, staring down a small half-orc. Oh, this is a cool party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you are back in Hogwild. Um, next up is uh, Holly, and then Door Boar. It is a cool party. <laughs> um, as Holly uh, rifles through her bag to just look for anything that mm -hmm. can help... Uh, and she's talking to Dave now. She's like, mm -hmm. but I do have this. And Holly pulls out a bottled blizzard. 
What's that? I don't know. I guess it's kind of like a fire extinguisher. I've never used it. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) It puts out fire, Dave. Oh. Fire fire extinguisher. (laughs) Yep, yep. Anyway, I think it might be helpful because that's a fire. And she points over at the boar. (laughs) He looks up at the boar and squints and he goes, that is a fire. Here, can you throw this at it? I don't think you want to put that in the hands of an NPC. Uh, Okay. Um, Holly stands up and she takes the pin out of the grenade. I don't know. She pulls Um, out the cork. Yeah, she pulls out the cork (laughs) of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. (laughs) With her teeth. Yep. And she hurls it at the boar. Okay. Yeah, make a uh, ranged attack. Hey. Thank you. Dirty 24. All right. (laughs) I rolled a 19. Natural 24. Natural 24. (laughs) Went a hell of a die. Yeah, you you pull the cork on this glass flask canteen thing and hurl it across the air. Uh, Holly, you can see as it spirals away from you, it's actually casting these tiny, sparkling, um, almost opalescent snowflakes in the air as it as it spins towards this thing, and then it crashes right between the tusks of this boar, and you see the fire just immediately goes out across the entire thing. Uh, it's it's tusks. Uh, kind of cool from this red hot uh, to this matte dark gray. And you hear this kind of as the metal freezes up around it. um, You see the knoll skulls on this thing stop laughing and uh, the fire kind of goes out. The bonfire behind it goes out. The bonfire you were talking at goes out. um, And even the, the water on the fountain is momentarily frozen over in this arcing spray as you look around and the town of Hogwild is under four inches of snow. What? Damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> that is a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Dave. No um, I'm going to have you roll uh, 8d6 for the damage on that. Fuck. 28 damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this thing is nearly extinguished. Um, you think it's going to be dead. You think it's gone after this attack, but then you see, uh, like, uh, almost like a trick birthday candle, this thing reignites from the center and begins to glow again, a little bit of heat stretching out into its tusks, and it gets back onto its feet. Holly, after you throw it, Dave just kind of looks down at you and he goes, Damn, Holly, that was cold. <laughs> cold snap, baby. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Dor is like standing with his hammer in both hands about to smack this thing, and then he just gets dumped on with snow and ice and frost. And uh, sees this thing almost go out. He is going to take a uh, wild swing at this thing uh, with his hammer. Solid hit. Uh, you see him yeah. impact the bejesus out of this thing. Uh, so that is uh, a good 15 damage on the old boar. Yeah. Uh, we're back to Bert. Yay. So is that fountain frozen? It is frozen, yep. Whoops. Ah, uh, shit. You can see, Bert, that this, this boar, the fire inside it is very weak, and it's having trouble reestablishing. You think it's on its way out. Well, Bert, having seen his guiding bolt not work, and then seeing Holly's blizzard attack, says, clearly we need a more intellectual approach here. Time to call the only person who can save us now. He pulls out his book, says, Dear Eugene. <laughs> The future of Hogwild depends on you bringing as many barrels as you can quickly to the center of town. You will know you're in the right place when you see a giant flaming boar monster. Sincerely, Engelbert. 
<laughs> and then I walk over to Barrett. Yeah. <clears throat> Barrett, my good man. Mm, yes. Uh, you may have noticed the giant flaming boar monster in the center of town. I have. I've been thinking about doing something about it. I may have something for you on that front. Oh? Any moment now, we are due for a shipment of barrels. You hear it from the other side of town. And it's uh, Eugene, who is uh, like standing on top of a barrel and doing like a backwards kick to roll it forward. Ooh. And he is, he's sort of leading this trail of barrels that is all kind of chasing after him. I thought you and your brothers and sisters could use these barrels to fill with water from the fountain and put out that fire. Yeah, yeah, that's better than what I was thinking. I was going to try to punch it. <laughs> I think Dor's got that part covered. Yeah. He uh, picks up one of the barrels and uh, rushes over towards the fountain. Uh, he meets, uh, I think Ilya is also there, and uh, Ulrich has come out to help at this point. Um the three of them uh, work to bust the large chunk of ice off of the fountain so they can begin okay. filling these barrels. Um, I think in that time, Tibio, you also have a shot to go to. Is the boar undead? It is undead. Animate oh. head. I still, I still can't do that because that is still about my spell slots. Okay. That's not why I was asking. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Chill Touch. Mm. That's necrotic damage, right? Correct. I think I've narratively interpreted that as ice in the past, but it is necrotic, yeah. It is necrotic. Okay. And that is a 22. Hits. Um, and it takes 2d8 necrotic damage and can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Ooh. Since it is undead, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Okay, cool. Five. Okay. Uh, this thing falters on its feet. You see all that heat kind of disappear out of it again. Um, not because it's being chilled, but because it's losing its life. Um, next up is Uli. Uh, is this thing possessed by a thing? Yeah, it's possessed by a curse. Um, can I try to banish it? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh yeah, at this moment, it is going to use its legendary resistance to avoid the banishment. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I forgot that you did that. Yeah. Uh, even being uh, near death, this thing is of a higher caliber than what you faced in the past, and it can quite easily shrug off things that would mean it's certain doom. Yeah, that's all I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, it does not quite do it. Uh, snack, you are up. It seems that this boar is the enemy. How far, from, how far from it am I? Uh, you're pretty far. You're like 60 feet away. Hmm. Do any of us know the snack is here? I no. doubt it. Give He's me a perception check. Wait, who? All of us? Yeah. Uh, natural 20. Wow. Yeah. Dang. What the fuck? 17. Is that also 17. snack over there? It is oh, snack. 17. Where really? did you come from? Wow. Three 17s and Three a 20. 17. Oh my gosh. We all okay. know you're As here. soon as snack pops out, everybody turns oh, around. Oh, sick. <laughs> See snacks. Yeah. Snacks back. Uh, Did you guys see snacks back? <laughs> oh my god. It tumbles out of the lamp. Okay. Uh, so the body is in the bushes? Uh, it, it is ejected from the lamp, and yeah, it kind of goes in the bushes. Genie, Genie just goes, I can't have that in the lamp anymore. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> it's okay, Jeannie. I think a next level will be able to do this. But... I think that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little more XP. Anyway, see ya. And he jumps back in. All right. If the body's in the bushes, I'm going to use the brimstone mm. cloak and just kind of... And I appear next to the boar. Mm-hmm. And then I go... And just cast a max level thunder wave. So, okay. What yeah. is max level? So it's going to be a con save. That's a 15 foot cube. Uh, six. What does Uli get? Is Uli close enough? Probably. Andor. Andor. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. Um, Eight. Okay. So Snack did not see that Uli and Dor were there. Mm-hmm. Somehow. <laughs> they saw you, though. Uh, we all saw you. Yeah. <laughs> so I just appear and then just explode. Yeah. Um, three. Five. Thirteen. Sixteen. 22. Okay. Thunder damage. I'm at three health. And everything is... Yeah, it's two better than these two. Pushed away. Pushed ten feet from me. Okay. Yeah, uh, Dor and Uli go flying in opposite directions. Um, in a concentric cube around you, uh, you see these like lines of force kind of ripping up the dirt beneath you, sending little flecks of sand and grass everywhere. And then when it gets to this boar... Sorry, and snow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> When it gets to the boar, you see those same lines of force kind of crash into it, and the first wave uh, knocks its tusks off of its face. <laughs> and the second wave cracks a bunch of the skulls, and then you see this thing just start to disassemble in waves as the, the energy kind of ripples through it, and this thing just falls to pieces, leaving this ball of white in the middle of it. Um, at that moment, you see Barrett, Ilya, and Ulrich uh, coming over with uh, yeah. huge barrels of water and they all just like throw it like right on the middle of this pile and uh, you see a bunch of like steam rising out of it and uh actually i think ulrich just throws his entire barrel and it just (laughs) explodes on this thing um so you see like the the hot heart of this thing has been uh completely cooled all that's left is this minuscule white cursed energy rolling around on the ground yes yeah, it's it's quite quiet after that. Um, Dor is kind of like sitting back up. Uh, it seems like he's taken bigger hits before. Ugh. Wait, uh, we have to take care of that. Um, Holly stumbles out from behind her hiding spot. Um, uh, anyone got any curse breaking left? Dor, uh, Dor stands up and says, "Leave it to me." That's that's not gonna work. I don't think. Works on everything else, and he like raises his hammer. This over isn't his head. everything else. And uh, he drops the hammer on the curse, and uh, sure enough, it just kind of, um, he, like, makes a direct hit, and it has no impact on this thing. Bong. Yeah. <laughs> Snack. Yes, what? Can you summon Margo? Um, Dora goes, why no smash? <laughs> Dora just trust me. <laughs> I think Dora can try one more time. Perhaps he just missed Snack, a little. Snack, no, we need a curse breaker. Um, Dora continues to try. Wait, is it... Uh, before calling Margot, which is a great idea, um, can Jeannie eat it? Is it weak enough? Jeannie? Yes. Are you satiated? Would you like to feed again? Mm, I could eat. What do you have? Uh, it's something uh, heavily uh, tenderized. Um. Ooh. <laughs> yes. It's r- Cooled. Who's a lucky boy? And he like comes out and takes a look at it and he says, Ooh, gross. Okay. <laughs> Man, you really played with your food, didn't you, Snack? Perhaps. Played with my food, I guess. Anyway, 
here goes nothing. And uh, you see him kind of walk over. He picks up that uh, barbecue skewer off the ground, and he keeps trying to poke at this thing. And he says, stop moving. Come on. And uh, eventually he gets this thing right through. And then he holds it up, and he makes the uh, perfect cooking hands. I don't know what you'd call that. And uh, skewers this thing and puts it into his mouth. And he says, oh, I'm not going to say it's a spicy meatball. That's a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah, he picks it up and goes, that's a spicy meatball. Or I could just say chef's kiss. <laughs> That's what it is, chef's kiss. <laughs> Genie uh, is rubbing his belly and staring at the party, and then he takes out the magical equivalent of a Tums <laughs> and eats that. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's been fun catching up with all of you, but I should probably get going. Uh, did that do it? Hold on a minute, Snack. It's very okay. Um, walking towards the party is Dave holding Viri. Uh, Viri is not um, alive, not risen. I really thought that would do it. I'm sorry. I wish I could help, but I'm I'm no good in the magic universe. Is is there anyone we can summon? We could still summon Marco. She may know of a solution to this. I I got. One thing I can try, it's a long shot. Uh, Bert walks over and casts Greater Restoration. Okay. One of the things that does is removes one curse, including the target's attunement to a cursed magic item. Okay. It's a fifth level spell. Uh, Bert, what do you have to do to cast Greater Restoration? Uh, I need a 100 gold uh, material, which is consumed. So, what's the what's the actual material that you need? Diamond dust. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, I got some of that. And Holly just pulls out a diamond and crushes it in her hand. Here you go. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what happens though is uh, you see William, a suitor of Holly's, uh, walks up and says, <sighs> "I believe I owe you an apology, Miss Sally Lou." <laughs> I was not in my own mind when I tried that terrible, terrible deed of of forcing a drink on you. That's something a gentleman should never do. How many of these guys are there? I think only three. He looks up and says, I am the third and most wealthy of the gentlemen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'd like to remain an honest man in your eyes, Sally Lou. And to do just such a thing, I'd like to offer you my ring, no strings attached. It's Ugh. got some value. Do with it what you wish, and you just call, and I'll come running. Yo, Holly, is that a diamond ring? Is uh, it? It is, in fact, a diamond ring. I'll take it. Thank you so much. Please never talk to me again. Okay, bye. <laughs> How many suitors do you have, Holly? Shh. I only have one. I'll teach you my secrets later, Snack. Hmm. Is this what you need? I can't promise this will work, but it's might be the best shot we got. Holly gives the ring to Bert. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he puts on the ring, which is way too big for his little gnome fingers. Yep. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and uh, puts a hand on Ilya. Ilya? Very. Very. Thank don't, you. Don't go to restore Um uh, Holly's going to put... Uh, hand on Bert's gnome shoulder right behind him, just standing behind him as yeah. like a support. And uh, cast it. Um, 
right as you will it to be so, Bert, uh, the diamond disappears entirely out of the ring. You see Viri's eyes kind of slowly open. And uh, she kind of like blushes and looks up and says, Hey, Dave. He says, You're awake. And just kind of like slowly sets her down. Viri, you were, you were dead. I can't. I'm so glad you're alive. Bert, you did it. You did it. And Holly shakes him. Shakes his shoulder. Well, it worked. <laughs> she says, I was, I was dead. I didn't feel dead. I felt like I was, it was nothing. Uh, well, you look pretty dead. Um, please don't, don't do that again. Don't buy strange things from strange people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's still in, in the mood of celebration and, and drinking and having fun. And, uh, your, uh, your kind of emotional state catches her off guard and she like gives you like a, a little half hug and says, don't, don't worry. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. You better not. All right. Who wants to party? Tibio falls over. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, we're not doing too Some much. members of the Nis family are uh, kicking pieces of the boar away from itself uh, so that it doesn't like reassemble all of a sudden, uh, doing what they call proper precautions from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of the townsfolk are getting ready to sort of like clean up a little bit and, and, for lack of words, put this whole thing to bed. But there's a moment of silence as you're all standing there just appreciating the fact that Viri is back with you. And then you notice that the few townspeople that are out there are kind of blank-faced, and they're just staring around. Also, there's a dead body. In the bushes. Toby Gashman. Yeah, nobody sees that. Okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, geez, what a day. Everyone's looking kind of weird at us. Do you guys notice that? Oh, we did just save the town for, like, the third time? No, but they got, like, the Joe look. Look at their eyes. You all turn to look at them, and they do look like they have that same blank expression, but when you follow their eyes, they're not looking at you. They're all looking up. Oh, boy. Bert looks up. We all look up. (laughs) You see around the wooden palisades, and on the eve of every roof in Hogwild, there are no less than a thousand jet black ravens staring down at the center of town, staring down at Tibio. Tibio? Tibio passes out. <laughs> <laughs> you all hear this cacophonous <laughs> take off from every angle in the town, and there's this giant fluttering of wings as it looks like this place is domed by a black sheet or some impossibly black night sky as all of these birds fly up in this enormous murmuration that starts shifting, and it all moves southeast towards the fern glade. One raven remains, and it perches right next to Tibio. Tibio, uh, what? Do you want me to fight this bird? Sna- oh. Snack, can you talk to this? Uh, wait, are, are you unconscious? It's okay. It's okay. And I'm sitting on the ground, and I'm all, like, crumbled up. I'm so tired and injured. <laughs> the bird looks at you, cocks its head, and says, Tibio! It is time! Okay, I will come home. It turns its head again and says, The dead have become restless. The mantle of House Femir awaits you. I know I have been away too long. I will hurry. 
the raven doesn't fly away. In fact, it moves to the top, uh, moves to the eave of a house, and it stares down at you. As you continue your night, no matter what you do, this bird will not let you out of its sight. Psst, Tibio. Uh, yes, Snake. I have a clear shot, this bird that's been spying on no, you. No, 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 do not <clears throat> injure the bird. Okay. Leave the bird alone. It is a messenger and a guardian, and it is ensuring that I make my way home. Are we all going with Tibio? That, that is up to you. Can we? Absolutely. Can we sleep first? I need some healing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how about a long rest? <laughs> yeah. That's before we go. Head back to the inn and get some rest before we have to the inn. decide what's next. Your yeah. house. Yeah. Oh, I guess house. I thought the bar had an inn above it. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, the bar doesn't have an inn or any place to sleep. Uh, there is an inn called the Haystack that's right across from the Hair of the Hog. Um, Uli's family home is also open to uh, to stay at. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go be with my family for a bit. It's been pretty rough. Holly's going to go to the haystack and pass out in a bed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bert, um, Bert, can you come with me? Uh, sure. Where are we going? Um, just outside. I, I need you to help me read something. Oh, you had me at read something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out the book from uh, Toby's room. Yeah. So, uh, it, this book here, um, follow me, Bert, please. <laughs> Where'd you get this? It's this not sh- important. This is just a diversion to seem uh, less suspicious. Bert, you turn the book over in your hand. Uh, it's called uh, Titillating Times of Tildry. <laughs> oh. I've read this one. <laughs> of course he has. Second yes. edition, though. I, hmm. <laughs> yes, very interesting. Um, I do have questions about this later, but... Oh, boy. Well, I'll do my best. Please, please give him the I, talk. <laughs> I lead Bert uh, away from the... Like, out into the woods towards the bushes. You can read all about it in my book, The Bert and the Bees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Bert, this was not really why I wanted you to come here. I'm glad for that. Um, but I can't keep the book, right? I suppose. It's, all right. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I glance around, make sure nobody's looking at us. Mm-hmm. And I move the bushes aside to reveal a leg. Yeah, you see a corpse, Bert. Yo! A dead body. <laughs> I, isn't he aware of that already? Yeah, yeah. It's the same body from the cross post that you would see. Yeah. It's Toby Goshman. <laughs> you brought Toby's body here? <laughs> well, I... Bert, I feel weird about this murder for some reason. You feel weird? Hmm. I cannot explain it, but I almost wanted to run away and... Or burn the house down, I don't know, but... I thought it best to bring it here, and you showed me that you can, you can bring him back to life. Oh, or should we kill him, for for real? Well, he's already dead. No, don't kill me. What? 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 It's him again. What? And Toby Goshman kind of like sits up where he's laying. Uh, Toby, I am I dead? 
Not yet. What's going on? Why am I... Where am I? Oh, uh, you're in Hogwild. What day is it? It's today. Okay. <laughs> okay. How did I get here? This is not important. You almost murdered one of my allies' sister. How... <laughs> How did I do that? I was doing my receipts. You were selling cursed items as we advised you not to. Well, someone sold them to me. Did they force you to buy them? No, but they didn't tell me they were cursed. It's not my fault. We told you they were cursed when we were at the crossroads. Yeah, but I I had sold them by then. You guys bought the last ones. So you sold this to her before we ever met you? Sold what? This flask. It's gone now. Oh. But, you know, the flask. Yeah, yeah. I sold that, like, maybe a day before I met you guys. What is this about? Oh, God. You killed him, Snack? <laughs> I will again, maybe. Uh, can I do a perception to see if he is fibbing? Uh, insight, yeah. Insight. Duh, John. Yeah. I feel like Snack would make a... Perception check. <laughs> Just like squints <laughs> yeah, like, at yeah. him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eleven. Okay. Um, tells. Uh, yeah, you uh, you can't get a read on whether he's just trying to save his own bacon or if he's telling the truth. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's really thinking about the things he's saying, though. So he must be a good liar if he is. All right, there's a lot to cover here, and not just with you, Toby. So let's zone a truth this out. Bajoop. Cool, Bert. What does that do? Uh, do a charisma check to see if you think it was really cool. <laughs> uh, less than ten. That's a fail. Okay. So if you didn't think it was cool, you you can't lie about it. Okay. <laughs> 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 what did Snack really think? Tell us. Wow, Bert. This is something I would expect you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Birth the narc. <laughs> uh, Toby gets a 10 and says, I, I mean it. I didn't, I sold this to her before I ever met you. I, I, I didn't have any cursed items to sell after you guys came through. Would you sell them again, Toby? Well, I don't have any more. That's not the question. But you'll still honor your commitment to report any cursed items back to us, right? Yeah, I have to go to Tildry and tell, like, Bingo Bango or something. <laughs> It's true, he does think her name is Bingo Bank. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was the deal. I have to tell some Tildry official that I have a cursed item. That is the deal, yes. Great. Well You swear to do this. I swear. I swore the first time. <laughs> How do I get home? I am not sure. Uh it's like a day from here. You'll be glad to know I did not burn your things. I did grab one of your books though. His eyes just go wide. <laughs> He's like, he goes, the book. Yeah, the book. Uh, Did you write this yourself, Toby? No, but I read it every night. Ooh. <laughs> I can't wait to read it either. I imagine myself as the main character. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I feel so much better. I got to murder and still be forgiven for it. This was a good day. Now... <laughs> Snack, nobody said you were forgiven. In fact, I'm a little steamed at you for stealing that flask from me and then going off to do this without consulting any of us. But I'm a little conflicted 
because it seemed like you were doing the right thing. I do not think the dragon would think it good of me to do what I have done. If that dragon is your moral compass, then maybe we'll just have to go with that. No more running off for murders without telling us. Okay? Okay? Is your stupid spell still on, Bert? I want to be as cool and interesting as you guys. (laughs) Uh, The spell must have worn off because it's not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I will think more slowly next time, Bert. Thank you, Mr. Snack. You're welcome. I have to pee. Toby, you may be my suitor if you wish. (laughs) Your suitor? Yes. I am lonely. (laughs) And desperate. I will let you sleep on this, but um, do do reach out. I'll I'll let you know if if I want to be your suitor, I suppose. Part of me's thinking, yeah. But do you have any more ink? Oh my god. I got plenty, baby. I think I better just call it a night. I'm gonna find a place to stay. And uh, Toby leaves. Okay. Um, so as we're all like tucked away and doing our sleep stuff, mm-hmm. um, Tibio is gonna wander out and try to like find a quiet time away from the raven and away from everybody. Yeah. Um, I think the raven maybe expected you to be asleep. Uh, so when you leave the haystack or wherever it is that you are, uh, you do get a couple minutes uh, away from this thing. Tibio is just kind of like contemplative and is very nervous about going home and is kind of overwhelmed with everything that happened since we got to Hogwild. And he just kind of um, sits on the ground and is absently kind of like playing necromantically with little bones that he mm-hmm. finds in the alleyway mm-hmm. kind of deal. And um, he like hums to himself a little bit. Nothing in particular. He's just kind of humming. Yeah. Okay. You're, uh, you're not far from the alleyway where you had seen that uh, dark cloaked figure that was doing uh, much the same the night before. Um, in fact, you, you think you might be playing with some of the same bones. Um, in the midst of that, you hear a hoof hit the dirt. I look around. Um, Dave? <laughs> he's like in a nightgown. Like, oh, he's getting a glass of water. <laughs> um, you look up at the back end of the alley and you see a decayed skeletal horse turn its head and look at you. And it pulls forward and you see a dark cloaked figure sitting on this dead horse. He uh, looks over at you and says, Good evening again. Hello. I did not expect to see you again. I was actually just leaving town. It seems things here are a little chaotic for the moment. Yes, I think I think that they are settled again, though. I hope this town does well. I've I've enjoyed my time here. They've treated me nicely as an equal. Yes, they are they are very good people. I I never got your name. Hmm. Your name? Oh. 
If you want to call me by my name, you can call me Gaspard. Uh, it is nice to meet you, Gaspard. Uh, my name is Tibi Uh Give me uh, an insight check. Dirty 20. Nice. Mm. Uh, when you give him your name, you see his head kind of bow and he breaks eye contact with you. You actually see the horse bow its head as well. And he says, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Oh, no, 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 no need to. No, I am. I am no one. I am just traveling through. I know the name Femur. It, it speaks to my bones. I'm headed east to the Fernglade. Might I find you there someday? Oui. Yes, uh, I'm heading there myself soon. It is my home. I understand. I feel you are owed a gift, young Master Femur. He uh, throws a leg over the horse to dismount, and as he does so, you see the horse kind of kneel, and it dies as he gets off of it. Cool. (laughs) And uh, he walks over to you, and he says... This has been much too small for me. I think it was meant for someone your size. And uh, he ruffles around in his bag and gives you uh, undoubtedly a gnome-sized loot. Uh, perhaps it was for a child, but it works all the same. Cool. says, if you find it difficult to carry a tune, this might help. I hold it and I look at it and... I look up at him, and just a huge smile lights up my face. Merci. Thank you so much. This is wonderful. Thank you, your eminence. I hope to meet you again. Please do take care. Travel safe. Uh, He walks over to the horse, and when he gets close, it begins to just kind of like shuffle back to life. You see some of its bones try to find the right sockets as it reassembles. Cool and gross. (laughs) Um, his uh, cloak kind of readjusts itself as the spines on it um, like straighten out and then go slack again. Um, he gives you a nod and then throws up a cowl over his face and rides out of town. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Uh-oh.